What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Lex P. And it's your girl, Dre Nicole. And you are tuned in to another episode of Poor Minds. Where a drunk mind speaks sober thoughts. What's going down, y'all? Welcome, y'all. Welcome back. Yes, it's y'all been know a... what the fuck going on. It's been a long, long week. Crazy? I have, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. My month it's has only st- Tuesday. Well, I've had a crazy day today. I'm about to tell them what happened. Go on in. So, honestly, shine on. this month has started off, like, really good for me. I just had a lot of good things going on. Y'all, I went to work today, and there was just a lot of bullshit going on. And I just, I, let's just, I'll just put it this way. I don't have a job anymore. And we stay in an unemployed corner. I'm unemployed right now, and I'm kind of happy about it. I feel like a weight is lifted off my shoulders, and I just need a fucking break for a minute. So, um, that's how my day went today. Like, I went to work not knowing that it was my last day of work. But, but I guess my week has kind of been crazy, too, because I've been moving. Yeah. It's so, just, it's just been a lot going on this this week. <clears throat> but I feel like everything happens for a reason. Like, I was actually, like, when I walked out of the building, it was like a weight lifted off my shoulders. I feel like everything has been going so good this month. It was like the last thing. I had my headphones. That's <laughs> I don't, you didn't have nothing else there to no, take with you? you I mean, had like a box? No, because it's like I didn't have pictures on my desk or anything. Like I wasn't that type of person. Like I had a you little... You don't decorate your space? Hell no. Nah. Hell no. Nah, I think you do because you like... You I like home decor, but I really, I really hated that job and I hated being there. And I just hated that space. And I was just like, you know what? I'm fucking out of here, pal. And um, they gonna miss you. They so they are definitely gonna miss me. I'm not gonna lie. Like the clients, they are definitely gonna miss me. Like for real, for real. Like I know they are. I'm definitely gonna miss my coworker. Shout out to Shamise. I love Shamise. Like, so do you feel like you know new chapter? Um yes. And actually, shout out to Scream because I didn't know what Scream was gonna say when I told him, but Scream was very happy for me. He that was like surprised me though. Cause he was like, "Yes, now it's really time to turn up." So shout out to DJ Scream and everybody else and Lil Drea and everybody that was like, "Bitch, you did the right thing." So. Yeah, you definitely did. I feel like you know, in order for you to get to new levels, you have to take risks. You know what I mean? And I feel like you took a big risk by just leaving your job and not knowing where your next paycheck mm. gonna come. Show don't child. So look, if y'all see me on the only, <laughs> if y'all see me on OnlyFans twerking, bitch, don't judge. Just no time got hard no reason y'all to be doing it y'all gonna see me sucking on a little cucumber just mind your business i'm gonna put the whole fruit in them <laughs> okay so anyways that was just the start of our weekend mind you when y'all know what we've been having going yes, on yes and next weekend is my dirty 30 i'm excited i'm turning 30 next, next weekend next saturday so, yeah so this is this month has been starting off really good so anyways let's get to the topic so Basically, y'all, last night I went out and I went to the strip club. I haven't been to the strip club in a really long time. I always talk about how, you know, I spent one summer kind of shaking my ass. I danced before. And I also bartended um, at Dreams for about, in Houston for about five years. I used to work in a strip club for a very long time. So I went to the strip club last night and I wanted to talk about strip club culture in 2019 because mm-hmm. I feel like. When was strip club culture like really popping? Like 2010, 2011? Like that's when it started getting really hype and like. Yeah, I would say like 2010 to probably like. I want to say 2010 to like 2015. Yeah, it was, was like, like the prime. Year. That was like when girls you never even thought would would dance were dancing yeah. because I saw a lot of girls and I used to be like, "What bitch, you dancing?" Yeah, because it 
it was a bag. Like it was yeah. a really, and the strip clubs used to be fun. It, it was like are different now. It was a culture though because it was like the experience. You go see beautiful women. Like I'm talking, to, especially in Dreams in Houston. Everybody knows like to work at Dreams. You literally had to like you used to have to audition to be a dancer. Like they had to see you. You had to be able to dance. You had to just look good. Small waist, big butt. Yeah, I mean Dreams definitely had like the, the top, top tier, tier bitches. bitches. Yes, like out of all the strip clubs in Houston, Dreams had the baddest, the ones. Okay. And so it was like the bitches was bad. Food was amazing. Music, strip club music. I think that's the one thing that's probably what? still hold on. Strip club. Oh, well, no. no, you're right. Absolutely strip club. not. That's back when like same damn time and like super freak and all that shit. Was well, no, like, I'm not talking about the actual music. I'm talking about like the DJs like playing good. Just the DJs know how to. Well, I would say the DJs same thing though. Yeah, the DJs is definitely not the same no more. Because I mean, back in Houston, we used to have like. Throw and Eric and Dreams. Yeah. Well, no, Throw used to be at Dreams. Yeah, Throw was at Dreams. And then Eric J-Bone was at for Live. And then out here in Atlanta, they had DJ Esco in right. Magic City. And I just feel like, you know, when, when a DJ is DJing at the strip club versus like at a regular club, it's definitely two different types of music that they're playing. Hey. So anyways, I went to the strip club last night, y'all, and I was highly, highly, highly disappointed. Um, you also went to a new strip club, though. Um, yeah, I don't want to talk. I don't want to say the name of the of strip course, club because yeah. I don't want to. But it's just so crazy because we talked about this on ninety six seven The Beat a little bit today. So if you're tuned in from ninety six seven The Beat, this is what it's coming from. But I'm like, do y'all think that the reason the strip club scene is different is because of girls with their extremely fake bodies, and that's why the dudes aren't throwing money, or people just don't have money no more and they're not throwing it? Like, what? Why is the strip club? Just not like it used to be anymore. Um, I just feel like people over that shit. To be honest, it's like then you got bitches who got OnlyFans. You got bitches who got um who selling pussy on the internet. So it's like, why do I need to even go to the strip club to like see ass and titties when I can get on OnlyFans and pay three dollars? Right, and Versus, not even that. You can really get on Instagram and see it. For I mean, free. And you, or you can get on Instagram and see it for free. So it's like, why should I go to the strip club and spend up like pay forty dollars cover charge? Then once I get in there. $20 apart. $20 apart. Then I'm going to have to pay like $40 to eat. Right. Then I got to pay the stripper too to dance for me. It's like, and then I probably ain't going to even get no happy ending. I'm dead. No, you definitely. Well, well you fuck? might if you pay some more money. I mean, you might if you get some more money, <laughs> but it's like you could get a bitch on only. You could get a bitch in, on the Instagram DMs and get a happy ending for, five, for, for maybe $500 versus going to the strip club, having to spend... 10 bands right. to get one bitch and not only that like, like, I just feel like it's just different now people just I think maybe people are starting to value their money more and then pussy and bitches and naked bitches are just so easily accessible these days right. like, I feel like back in like 2010 to 2015 when the strip club like industry or whatever was really in its prime especially for the urban market you could not get on instagram and see all of these bitches naked like this. especially like the super bad ones yeah you couldn't and, li- and like i said i went to the strip club and i was with the guy and you know of course he had money and he was throwing money and you know usually the girls pick the girls that come in the section y'all know how it goes yeah of course and i it literally took us about 30 45 minutes to find a decent looking girl because I'm not talking about, like I said, I've had plastic surgery. I talk about it all the time. So I'm an advocate for it. 
changing whatever you don't like about your body. But it was so extreme. I'm talking like these butts were so huge. I was like, I don't want that in my face. Like, yeah. I could not find one girl that had her butt done, but it didn't look like it was a, like an ant or just looked so abnormal. So I feel like that's another reason probably why men aren't throwing their money no more. Like, I feel like the girls have gone over the deep end with these butts. Yeah, because I will say back then, it was definitely some girls that was dancing that had ass. But it wasn't shit. like it is now. But it now. wasn't like how it is now. Like, the shit is just crazy. And especially living out here in Atlanta. And I mean, I don't know. Like, I definitely have been to the strip club myself and been getting a dance from a girl and, you know, touched her booty. And they booties be so fucking hard sometimes. Like, right. they should be feeling like fucking cement. Yeah, it's really beach. crazy. And it's you just know? like... You'll and see, like, you'll see a beautiful not... girl. You'll see a beautiful girl, and then she turn around and just kind of like, oh, it's like a turn off. It really is. And I, I don't mean to get down on the women, and I'm not trying to rag on y'all, but I feel like I don't know. I don't necessarily. I'm not saying, oh, let's go back to natural beauty, but I feel like when we're altering our bodies, always just don't take it overboard. That's all I'm gonna say because I feel like that has affected the strip club culture as well. Like the women ain't as bad as they used to be. Because back in the, like I said, when I was working at Dreams, we had the top tier bitches, like, small waist, big butts, but it wasn't yeah, overboard. It even bad no more neither. Yeah, but I'm just saying, Ooh, though. Child. I mean, like, the, the women in strip clubs just aren't that bad to me anymore. Like, the bad no, bitches really not. not stripping no more. The bad bitches. Because the bad bitches ain't got to strip no more. It's like. The bad bitches really just getting taken care of. Because they don't have to. <laughs> Cause they don't have to do all of that no more. It's like I feel like back in the day, that's why some bitches. Not to say that's why some bitches started dancing. Like I definitely think some bitches are just hustlers and right. like to make their own money. But then you had some girls where it's like because they was working at the strip club, they would run into certain niggas, and then the niggas would take them out the strip club and save they. Right. Look at Black China. But now Amber Rose. But now bitches ain't even got to do that to get saved no more. All a nigga got to do is get on Instagram and like your picture, and you gone, girl. Or these days, to me. The baddest bitches in the club be the ones that be waitressing and bartending. Yeah. And then niggas be wanting to fuck with them more because sometimes they be feeling like they got a little more respect for them. Sometimes. I mean, it's just how niggas be feeling occasionally. Right. So, I mean, Even though sometimes those be the wildest ones. They no, be they wilder do. than the dancers. They do. They do. I agree. But, you know, it's just everything is about perception. And mm -hmm. so niggas perceive that, oh, well, you not getting naked for money. So, But honestly, these days, if you want to be technical... Bartenders and shit in New York be damn near strippers. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Like the stuff that be wearing. Honestly, though, and even I have. And even in I Houston, have remember that outfit I showed you from a club in Houston? Like it was literally their whole ass was out. Yeah, like I, the whole ass was out. I mean, yeah, and I mean, even when we worked at prime time, we definitely as bartenders were wearing like see through shit with pasties and mm -hmm. thongs. And Baby, stuff I had like my that. sagging titties. I was putting pasties on these hoes. I was rolling them up and making my fucking money. Not rolling them hoes, up, bitch. Baby. I used to roll my titties up and I was making my fucking money. Y'all had me fucked up. But that's what I'm saying. It's like we definitely, you know, even being a bartender and a waitress, you definitely be wearing stuff that damn near look like what the dancers wearing. Like I said, in New York, them hoes be popping pussy oh, yes. for that money. The yes. bartenders and shit. So I mean, I don't know. And I feel like even that culture is different. Because I've had friends like homegirls or whatever that I used to have that used to bartend in New York back in the day. Uh -huh. Um, And they told me the same thing. Like, shit just not the same no more. Like, niggas used to come in there and blow money for real. Now, don't nobody do that no more because the hoes be going home with the niggas and fucking the niggas. So, it just kind of be like, niggas don't... It's not no allure to you if you're... Going home with niggas fucking them. Right. And then and also, like you, like you said earlier on the radio station, it's like, 
women just like to pay the play. And then women are fucking with men outside of work, so they're not even coming in to spend a bag on you no more. Like they're just, you know, it's because it's like if I'm fucking with a nigga, and he comes to the club, he just throwing money. He kind of throwing money on everybody. But it's like, why would he do that when he's just fucking with me? And they don't. Right. That's what I'm saying. They don't. That's why shit. That's why shit be different now. Shit don't be the same as it was a few years ago because bitches be doing the shit all fucking wrong. Like, I feel like bitches really used to be hustlers five, six, seven years ago. They really used to be going to the club, hustling, getting their money. Of course, you had a few bitches that was in there that was stealing pussy and doing all this. Right, of course. It always been like that since the beginning of the time. time. But for the most part, bitches was really hustling back in the day. Now, hoes, really all they want to do is just, Sell the, pussy. sell the pussy. I feel like that's with everything. Yeah, hopefully they find them a nigga to take them out the club. I feel like that's with everything though. Because I feel like a lot of people. I've seen somebody talking about this on the timeline the other day. Like the video model world. It's like the same thing with video modeling now. Like mm-hmm. we've devalued it because it's like why would I pay Drea you know, $2,500 to do this video when this girl over here just want to be next to little baby and she she'll do it. The exposure, and she wants to do it. And she'll do it for free. Yeah. So it's like when you're doing stuff like that, you're devaluing the whole culture of it. Because bitches was making money shooting videos back in the day too. And for them magazines. And for those magazines. Now everybody's doing it for free. Now it's to the point to where women are paying these photographers for these photo shoots to end up yep. in, hoping that they'll end up in a magazine or their picture will go viral and stuff. Like, But I mean, in these days, if honestly if you still shooting for magazines i mean bitch you doing it all wrong anyways, yeah because nobody even buys magazines we live but in people are still paying photographers for these like but i mean yeah but that's that's more so to get on on instagram because again we live in a digital age right so i feel like girls yeah they be paying photographers for photo shoots because they want their pictures to go viral and all that type of shit but I don't know. I just feel like if you still paying for photo shoots in 2019, you really well. I'll say a certain type of photo shoot, like no, because it's like okay, we're we're, talking about like the booty photo. Yeah, like booty photo. Like if you're still paying for booty photo shoots, my good sis, if you don't set your iPhone up on that fucking dresser and get fucking to it, like it ain't. You don't need no professional person to take your take your booty pictures. Like now, if you're doing something like headshots or you know, like stuff like for our podcast or like something like if you have something going on. That's understandable. Or you have like an event going on. Of course you're going to hire somebody. Yeah. But just to grease up your fucking booty and put on some booty shorts. I, I don't think that we should still be. that. That's very Jet Magazine 1996-ish. Like. Not 1996-ish. <laughs> I mean, hell, even King Magazine. But bitches was doing that shit like 10 years, like five years ago. Bitches was still doing photo shoots. They was and being in magazines. That's crazy as hell. How just times have just changed so much. But like I said, in the past five years, I'm not gonna lie. I I love to. I do. Don't get me wrong. These niggas are cheap, so I'm not completely blaming it on the women. I do think that men have gotten cheaper, and there and men want to do less and less and less. So men aren't throwing money in the club no more, just off rip. You know what I'm saying? Just because. They're, they found cheaper routes to, you know, do get what they need to get done. You know, what they came to the strip club for. Yes. But like I said. And I feel like back in the day, I ain't gonna lie. Like, it was like, like back in the Dreams days and shit when Dreams was really popping. It was like Malaya wasn't up on Instagram posting pictures of her whole ass out. Like, you, had, like to you come, had to come you to had, Dreams to see Malaya. And this is this Now the strippers she- be up on Instagram twerking and fucking thongs. They be butt ass naked in the bathtub with soap on their body dancing in the fucking tub and shit. So it's like, bitch, if I could see this shit on Instagram Why would I come for free. See you? 
why do I need to come to the club and pay you? Right. I mean, and some people, I guess, do that because they want to see them in person. But like I said, I just feel like now, and especially in Atlanta, the Atlanta strip club culture is different because I feel like women are competing with other women. Like, oh, my waist needs to be smaller and my ass needs to be fatter than yours, so I'm going to get my ass done again. Oh, she got hers done again? Well, I need to go get mine done again. So that's why these asses are getting bigger and bigger and bigger to the point to where it looks crazy. So I'm like, and all y'all don't even realize. And I don't even know that. I think that y'all don't even realize that you're making yourself, like you're ruining your sex appeal. You're not getting sexier. You're actually ruining your sex appeal. The bigger appeal. people booties be, the more I think they stink. I'm dead. Why well, was, I won't say all that. That's what I be thinking. I'm Whenever good. I see a real big old, big old booty, I be like, ooh, I know that thing stains. I don't know. My I business. just be feeling like, mm-mm. Because it's like, once your ass gets to a certain size, you ain't keeping that bitch clean like that. Right. I just know you ain't. Because that's a lot of crevice to get That between. is. <laughs> I just feel like, like, yeah. I don't know. I just do wish the strip club. I ain't said everybody ass like, But for the most part, when I be seeing girls with like ridiculously big asses, like you can tell that they done got rounds and rounds and rounds of ass shots, I just feel like ain't nothing sanitary about this shit. Right. So, um, let us know how y'all feel about the strip club culture. Like I said, I feel like a lot of it has to do with the insane alterations on women's bodies. And then also, you know, women just selling pussy. And, you know, I and Instagram. It's more so, I think, and too, Instagram has a lot to do with it, I too. I think it's more so social media, bitches be selling pussy. I don't think it really necessarily have to do with the body types. I do, because I'm telling you, In like, my opinion. But niggas will fuck anything, bro. Niggas be like, niggas be horny as fuck. They just want to see ass and titties, bro. Yeah. They don't be giving a fuck about how that shit look because it be bitches I see on Instagram and I be wondering how the fuck are you getting so many likes like why are niggas even liking this shit because they bodies be looking fucking ridiculous right and not ridiculous but, in I'm, a good but I'm not gonna way. lie to you the, but these girls today they not making the same money the girls were back in the day they not though oh but of course I mean they making it. money but they still they're not making the money that you know like the, the more natural, and I won't say natural because girls were still getting their ass shots, but it didn't look so crazy. Like, yeah, girls, girls were getting, they, getting ass girls was getting their ass shots, but you really couldn't tell. Like, oh, is her ass done or is it not? Is that natural? Like, you couldn't tell. Like, you was wondering. So it's like there, but these girls now that you can obviously tell, they're not making as much money as the girls do. As the girls that looked more natural used to make. I'm telling you. But I don't agree with that. I feel like natural or not natural, bitches just ain't making no money these days, period, in a strip club like that. Like, except I, the bartenders and the waitresses is the ones who be really making a bag yeah. in a strip club. Dancers is not making money like that no more. Right. I done seen it with my own two eyes. Since and I'm I not going to lie to Atlanta. Even from the time I moved to Atlanta in 2016 up until now, Niggas was throwing way more money back in 2016 than they be throwing in a strip club. Now, whenever I go to that beach, right. it's just different. Like, yeah. niggas really used to be making a thunderstorm in the strip club. Like, now, it'd be a light drizzle. Right. <laughs> but I'm telling you, like, but niggas used to a be motivated. But I'm telling you, like, niggas used to be motivated. A bitch come in their section bad as fuck. She can dance, shake that ass. Bitches can't even dance now. Like, you dead ass don't know how to dance. They do not know how to dance. Your ass is like huge as fuck. Like well, niggas are motivated. That, Nick, I don't agree with that because the bitches in Atlanta can dance. Well, I'm telling you what I seen last night, sister. I'm literally telling you what I saw last night. I'm literally telling you what I saw. But last I also night. have never been to that strip club that you went to except for like one time. Right. So I'm speaking on like the clubs that I done been to out here, like Magic City and Blue Flame and shit. Them hoes. 
used to be cutting yeah. the meat. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I but what I like I said, what I seen last night, it was only like maybe two or three girls out of the million girls that were in our section that I was like, okay, you fine and you can dance. Like, like I said, niggas used to be more motivated to throw that bag because it's like. Back in the gap when like China or somebody will walk by, not black China, we're talking about a China from Houston. When she used to walk by your section and start dancing, you would want her. You'd be like, man, please. Niggas used to be fighting like, please, man, come in my section. You know what I'm saying? But it's just like the girls aren't motivated. And the, strippers, and the girls used to smell. Yeah, the strippers are they lazy. Used put, they used to always have their hair done. They Polished. used to put so much effort into how they looked back in yeah. the day. I remember that. I feel like I definitely be seeing girls out here. They used to be coming to the club with their hair in a ponytail. Yes. Don't be barely having no makeup on. Child, child, child. So we're going to move on to the next topic. Um, We got a little carried away. So let us know how y'all feel about the strip club culture in Atlanta or in other cities. If you're in a city like uh, Miami, I feel New York and Houston, if y'all live in one of them cities, how do you feel about how the, shit used to be compared to, to now? Compared to now. Yeah. So I'm going to do the item of the week really quick. I want to do it at the beginning because I'm really excited to talk about this. Um, so y'all know me and Drea try to be on our healthy, our healthy tip and get our things together. So I recently uh, found this website <clears throat> It's actually a website where you can get like any any type of vitamin you need for anything. It's going to help you do whatever you're trying to achieve. So the website is called www.takecareof.com. I'm going to put that link in the bio. And what's so cool about this website is that you sign up and you take a quiz. So they ask you like, um, what are your, what are you trying to fix? Is it your diet? Is it your hair? Is it your skin? Is it your nails? Are you like trying to help yourself with hangovers? If you drink a lot, like yeah. anything health related, body related skin, whatever, they're going to ask you the question. So whatever kind of like vitamin that you want to take that you're trying to target, mm -hmm. they're going to get down to that. So they so, have all different types of vitamins. all different types of vitamins, bro. They have, like I said, for your hair, skin, nails, like the thing that I got was something to help with hangovers, bitch, because, mm. you know, I got, like, a little powder. It's, like, a little supplement powder mm -hmm. that, like, um, helps, like, your electrolytes. So, it replenishes your electrolytes. Mm -hmm. So, whenever you're in the morning and you have a drink, it helps you with your hangover. Okay. So, I just think this website is really cool because it's a, it's a personalized experience. So, and it's very easy to use. So, you just fill in your information, answer the questions. And they have stuff for like dieting, if you're trying to like curb your appetite or if you're trying to gain weight, they have protein shakes. They literally have everything. So anybody that wants to start taking vitamins or you already are taking vitamins and you're trying to, you know, get a little healthier, you want to switch it up. Because I feel like now is, is more especially with us getting older we're not getting younger and it's very important to take care of yourself yeah, you have to definitely take way more yeah and i definitely want to that's why i'm glad that i found this site because i really want to start taking better care of myself now that I'm, I'm about to turn 30 bitch so taking vitamins is definitely something i'm getting into with my like daily routine you know what i mean yeah so um yeah shout out to takecareof.com they have every single product you could ever ever think of like I said, I use this site myself. I definitely do. So, like I said, I'll put that link in the bio. So, shout out to them. I just wanted to shout that out real quick, y'all. Make sure y'all try that out. Okay, moving on to the next topic. So, I saw this picture of this white girl. And she had box braids. And everybody on Twitter was going in on her, right? 
Just I think saw, I saw that photo. Wasn't it like four girls? No, no, no. The one I'm talking about was one girl. Oh, okay. And she had she had black hair. She had box braids. And like everybody on Twitter was going in on her, talking about culture appropriation and how, you know, white girls want to be black so bad and this and that. So how do you feel about it? Like white girls wearing like, you know, like wigs or laying their edges or, you know, the white lady that made the bonnet and was selling it for like $95. Okay, well, but to me, certain stuff is like different from other things. Like I feel like the, the bonnet shit, that's a little different to me than braids. Like I feel like, yeah, technically black people, we did start braids. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, if other races want to wear braids, I don't necessarily think that that's, um, cultural appropriation unless they're trying to take credit for starting right you know what i mean i'm trying to make it like they were the first ones to right to start it or to create this hairstyle but them rocking box braids or whatever it's like hell shit if y'all want to wear that shit wear it hell like i feel like asians and white people been wearing dreads for years right they've been doing that shit for a long time i don't see anything wrong with them um what's the word i'm looking for um getting inspiration right from the things that we do or the things that we wear i don't think anything is wrong with it i think like i said to me it becomes an issue when they be trying to take credit for shit that we've been doing since the beginning of the time right but i don't see anything wrong with with white women wearing yeah i'm not gonna lie i don't see not that bonnet situation that That's was different story. yeah because and then you charging a hundred dollars for that shit when you can go to the local beauty supply store in your hood and get that shit for three dollars and then they have the olive oil ones too she don't even have the olive oil in right. her Right, her, her shit ain't even infused. <laughs> Your shit is not infused, my good sis. So this is how I feel about it. Well, first, I, like, I agree with you on that. I don't think it's, like, that big of a deal. First of all, they look stupid in them. So I don't know why they want box braids and all that shit anyway. Because that's not for y'all hair. Y'all paying these people two $200 to braise your hair and that shit gonna fall out in about two weeks. Because y'all's hair is not made for that. But they nine times but that's, paying, paying black people. So support black businesses. Yes, exactly. So from that from that point of view, yeah, go get y'all hair braided. Support black businesses, whatever. I guess where I get bothered about it is because when a white girl sh shows up to work with her hair braided, it's like... Oh my God. Yes, girl. I just got back from Jamaica and I got my hair braided and it's cute and it's this and that. But black women, like I know when I go in for an interview, like I have to make sure my hair looks like white, except like acceptable for white people. I, I, I agree. I have purposely like taken my hair out of my little puff ball or taking braids out when I knew I had a job interview. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that's where the sensitive area comes from, from black women when they were kind of like all getting ganging up on her because it's just like, it fucking sucks. It's not fair because y'all get to wear a hairstyle that we created and it's all cute and fun. But when we wear it, it's ghetto, it's ratchet, it's not professional. So I get where that comes from, but I don't feel like that's individually those, those white women's fault. I just think that's how corporate society is and i and i hate it yeah because i mean even yesterday i seen something online um kim kardashian and kylie jenner they had on some outfits where the the, the flojo inspired yeah exactly and it's like um e had typed up an article basically saying that they started that trend they're starting a new trend and it's like first of all this isn't a new, new trend. trend like flojo this did some that. old ass shit that people been doing for like since the 70s and shit like right. that because even one of prince artists i forgot her name um not vanity not vanity it was somebody else 
Maybe um, it wasn't his artist, but it was somebody who was like a, a singer back right. in the 70s. But she used to wear them type of pants, too. And, see, and it was a black woman. And that's the stuff that bothers me when the media always wants to credit yeah. them. And I'm not just talking about them. Like, just white people in general for something that they know damn well a black woman started. Like, when they were talking about um, when Kim Kardashian had her hair braided, and they were like, uh, Bo Derek, she has the Bo Derek braid. Like, Bo Derek was the Baby. first fucking person to wear them damn braids. Like, no, ma'am. She's like, no. And then Kim was like, no, because they were inspired by Bo Derek. Who do you think inspired Bo Derek's braids? Let's go back. Like, they just never, I feel like they just never want to give us our credit. And I, that's when I think that it starts getting corny and it gets fucking offensive. So white girls in box braids, it doesn't it doesn't necessarily bother me. Like if I see a white girl walking down the street with box braids, box braids, I'm not gonna be like, oh bitch, you need to take that shit out. I'm woke. I mean, of course not. But I'ma just like I just feel like one, it just look it just looks terrible. I just don't think that's a I style. I definitely for, like, don't think it looks good. I do not think it looks all, good at but all. But at the same time, but like, I think in society, wanna... if y'all want to accept white women with these box braids, bitch, y'all need to accept us all. goddammit. Yeah, but I mean. In in their defense, to a certain extent, I don't think that bl- white women are going on job interviews with their hair like that either. Like maybe if you work in there, you go on vacation, yeah, you might yeah, like, yeah. come back with some braids. But I've never worked somewhere where it was an issue me wearing braids to work. Honestly, like personally, even but when I'm, I had okay. a corporate job. But what I'm saying is, even so, white women don't have to think, "Oh my gosh, I have to change my hairstyle because they're going to think I'm a certain way." We as black women live that way. We have to yeah. make sure our uh, butts don't look too big in our skirt. We got to make sure certain things is like that white women don't even have to think twice about. But it's not like it's their fault that they don't have and to that's think what twice I said. about it. Because at the end of the day, it ain't their fault that they ain't got no ass. I'm dead. Now, that's why I said I'm not <laughs> mad at them individually. That's why I said if I see a white lady walking down the street, I'm not going to be like, bitch, take that shit out your head. But I definitely see see where you know a lot of people were coming from with the with the anger towards them and the hairstyle because it's like bitch you just like i don't know i don't never get stuff like that though i'm not gonna lie i never see anger why people be so angry about things unless people are being like offensive like a white woman going get going to get box braids is not offensive right like you might like the hairstyle and you want to try something different and like you say you might be on vacation and you want to have a new experience by getting some braids done by a Jamaican, a Jamaican lady in Jamaica. Okay, right. cool. To me, that's not offensive. It's offensive when they be taking the things that we have been doing and for taking centuries credit, and, taking and decades and taking credit for this shit. Right. That's what's offensive to me. You know what I mean? I definitely agree with you on that one. Because sure. they, they definitely do do that sometimes you know Absolutely. what i mean and, and get credit for things that we've been doing for a long ass time and it's like well what the fuck what about this person that did this shit 50 years ago right. that was a black woman. i mean even when they started doing like laying the bottles edges on the runways yeah and they were just with like the all the new, and all this oh the new trend with the big hoop earrings it's like bitch please and been wearing hoops and used to lay the fuck out her edges back in the gap been okay rocking baby hair. been rocking baby hairs been rocking the big hoops so it's just funny when white people do it it's high end and it's couture you know what I'm saying but when but Drea you know, let's do it oh bitch it's ratchet it's ghetto it's ghetto fabulous but you know ain't nothing acceptable in America until white people say it's acceptable and you know once what once they say it's acceptable then it's acceptable I seen the, unfortunately I saw the weirdest tweet today Drea this girl said this white lady when I walked into brunch it was a black woman this white lady wanted to clutch her purse when I walked in the uh, brunch. Like, kind of looking at her funny, I guess. She was like, girl, I paid her whole tab. Y'all need to stop playing with me. Like, trying to show the lady that she has money. What? 
What? Why did you do that? Why did you do that? that to show so a white... Now, let me tell you something, Drea. I don't give a fuck about what these people be Exactly. One, me. I don't give a fuck what they think about me. Two, if a black woman would have clutched her purse, would you have paid her tab? No. No. What, what the fuck is up with people talking about, yeah. Like, somebody has tweeted and something one day. you her tab, so it's like... And you probably ain't gonna never see this bitch again. And she, she and she got a free meal. She got a free meal. And she's still gonna walk around calling y'all, calling us gonna, niggers. She gonna still walk around judging us. Calling us niggers and still gonna be clutching her motherfucking purse. Period. And I seen another lady, somebody talking about, yeah, I love when I'm sitting in my first class seat. And when white people look at me like, oh, you're in first class. And I love to stare them down. Like, ooh, sister, you sure showed them. Like what? I mean, is first of all, these days first class seats not even that expensive, mm -hmm. especially if you booking your travel way in advance. Right, so since, that's not really showing nobody nothing. I mean, I don't know. People have weird mindsets and mentalities, and to me, it's more so like, why do you care so much about proving yourself to, to white, white people? people? That's I so don't care crazy. about proving myself to white people, black people, blue people, brown people. I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm not about to prove myself to nobody. I know what the fuck I got going on, and right. I know who I am. It shouldn't even be important to you to prove yourself to these people. That's the problem with um, black people in America right now. We have grown up in this society and with this idea that we have to be acceptable to these people they don't have to fucking accept us because if you want to be technical i don't know i just feel like they first of all they wasn't even the fucking first ones here why the right. fuck we gotta be acceptable to them they need to be acceptable to us goddamn they need to be acceptable to us they weren't even the first motherfucking people here and if it wasn't for them we wouldn't be motherfucking here right and then i'll say this i i saw another tweet i'm just thinking of tweets that i saw this girl talking about this guy gave me really bad service. This white guy gave me really bad service because I he assumed that I wasn't going to tip. So I left him like a 40% tip. First of all, he may just be a bad server. Yep. Second of all, no. No. And what if you, you a bad server, then why am I going to tip you 40%? For, just, for so, your shitty ass service? She was saying just to prove a point that black people do tip. I don't I'm sure give he a knows fuck. that black people too. Right. I don't know why. That's what I'm saying. It's just weird to me that people think things like this because it's like, trust me, a white man who is a server at a restaurant, especially if it's a nice restaurant, he knows that black people too. He's probably just a shitty server, like you said. I'm it might have been his first day. You don't never know. Bitch, the I'm not going to lie. When I used to wait tables back then, I used to be extra nice to the niggas because the niggas used to leave me money. I like, but I feel like I used to just be talking to them. You know, I probably, you know, rub their leg a little bit under the table, but that's another story. What? You was rubbing niggas' leg under the table at TGI Friday? Yes, bitch. I was serving up potato skins and pussy. I'm dead <laughs> as fuck. Oh my God, bitch. Bitch, I'm out of line. No, that was before I started working at Dreams, but bitch, I was working at TGI Fridays, y'all. Bitch, and I went to Dreams one time. I said, nah, bitch, I gotta work here. That's when a hoe in me just came out, bitch. Oh, child, the good old days. I think everybody had that moment in life. That whole like, moment. Fuck this straight and narrow Girl, thing. I used to be serving strawberry lemonades. I started serving Ciroc, bitch. Rolling up weed Ciroc at the bar. Ciroc punch, baby. I was cutting Keeping up. one rolled for your customers. Keeping a roll for my customers, bitch. I was making sure everybody was straight. People used to love coming to Dreams to see me. I would have their wings, I bitch. too remember the, the day that I realized that whole was indeed life. Whole is life, bro. Woo! Okay, so we got a little topic. So let us know how y'all feel about white girls and their box braids and just people going, black people going above and beyond for white acceptance. Yeah, it's 
just, I don't know. I just think that's crazy as hell. That is really weird. Oh, man. So, this next topic is a topic that somebody actually sent in last week that we didn't get to discuss on last week's show. So, they said, um, basically, do you ever have any, like, crazy or wild scenarios about the guy that you're dating? Like, basically making shit up in your head, scenarios that haven't happened yet about the guy that you're dating. Honestly, or maybe just even being delusional about what you got going on. Well, okay, with that okay, okay. There, okay, this is two different things. Right. Because But I wanna know both. Oh um, I feel I, I interpreted the question as it could it could have been either or. Yeah, so I'm not gonna lie, I still like have fantasies and create scenarios in my head with the guy that I'm dating. And I've been with this I've been talking on and off to this nigga for like years. But when you say create fantasies and scenarios, like what exactly do you mean? Like, so, y'all are gonna think I'm so weird. I already like, think you're weird, so my dad is gonna shock me. Sometimes I just like I used to think like of me just being at work and he just come to my job and be like, "Let's go," and he just pick me up and we go to the airport and we just fly off to Greece and we just be on the plane on a private plane just drunk. Like I will create a whole like dream fantasy world and like us going to Greece. Like I'll just do little shit like that. Like us being on vacation or us just buying a house together. Like I can go on one date with a nigga and I'll do shit like that. I think that that's normal, but that's not, I think, I don't think, I think all women do that. Like, like I create a whole fantasy your, land. But, but it's like you're picturing your future with somebody that you fucking with that you actually like. I don't think anything is wrong with that. I think every girl does But that. no, but this I is the problem. No, no, wait. scenarios like assuming what's going on with the nigga or. Well, see, this is the problem with the fantasy land stuff that I was talking about. Because if you do that too much, you start to get out of touch with reality sometimes. You really do. And you look at this person so much that you daydream about them so much bitch you really start being like thinking that they're better than what they really are because you're seeing potential instead of reality you know what i'm saying like that's been my problem sometimes i will look at a potential of the person instead of what they really are so bitch them fantasies can get really fucking dangerous if you spend too much time in fantasy land yeah i don't know i guess i guess i just feel like yeah i mean you yeah, but you know the difference between what's going on and what the fuck no, you I'm imagining like, in your head. But because um, maybe point, I do get delusional. At some point, you really do have to tell yourself, like, okay, this will be great if this happened, but this is what is happening. This I know, is what's going but on. I still like. I guess that's where the delusion kicks in, sister. So I got a little bit of both. See, I was thinking more so like you just creating crazy shit in your head like see me like if a nigga be sleeping you be like oh my god I know that he's fucking yes I know that he fucking his his ex bitch or a nigga don't call you right back or he don't call you back till the next day you like man I know he probably having a threesome or some shit yeah like shit like that I feel like that's creating wild scenarios in your head and I definitely be doing shit like that I do that shit all the time I do that shit all the time because I know when like if a nigga don't answer my phone call be like fuck I know he probably eating some pussy and sticking his thumb up her far up her ass because when I'm not answering the phone that's exactly what I'm doing so that's not what you're doing every time that you don't answer the phone bitch i always answer my phone if i'm not answering the phone please believe that there's a penis down my throat girl shut up every time that you don't answer the phone i always answer the phone if i don't call you right back i'm sucking dick call me later i do not believe you okay you don't have to believe me but you also not fucking me I don't believe you. I feel like... That's, I'm telling you, niggas that fuck with me know that they can get in contact with me all day, every day. If I don't answer your text or your call, I'm doing something I ain't got no goddamn business. You don't ever just not answer any nope. call just so you don't seem so available? No. Because I'm always available for that dick. You call me, beat me if you want to reach Girl, me. Girl, I'm dead as fuck. Oh, my God. <laughs> 
fuck no. I ain't never always available for no nigga ever. I, I will purposely not answer the phone and then call back like an hour later and be like, oh, I was in a meeting. Bitch, don't. You ain't got no fucking meeting. You get on my nerves with that shit. No, I just. I love to make a nigga think I'm booked and busy. But no, I'm like that with everybody. My mom, my sister, you. If y'all call me, I'm going to answer the phone. I always hear my phone when I'm asleep. Only time I don't hear my phone when I'm asleep is like if it's a text. I don't really hear my text messages sometimes. But like if you call me, bitch, I'm going to answer the phone. If I don't answer the phone, I'm knee deep in some dick. Wow, you're such a whore. That's why my mind goes crazy because I'm like, I know what I'm doing when I don't answer the phone. No, yeah, I feel like I definitely be going crazy with the thoughts, though. If a nigga don't return my phone calls and shit, I ain't going to say nothing. I ain't going to say shit because I just be keeping shit cool and keeping shit cute. But in the back of my mind, I be like, I know this nigga over there getting some fucking pussy. I be mad as fuck, too. And so whenever the next time you talk to him, do you act on those feelings? No, I just keep it cute. Um, but I'm very able to be in control of my emotions. Yeah, see, me, it depends. Me if it's somebody new and I'm just like, damn, he probably fucking somebody right now. I don't really care. But like, if, even if it's an old nigga, though. No, like, my old nigga, like, anytime he doesn't answer the phone, I'm like, are you fucking somebody? Like, last night, I literally sent him a text message. I was like, are you talking or dating somebody? Like, I need to know. Oh, you're a psycho. I text him randomly out the blue and I'll be like, are you dating somebody? Fuck no, I don't do shit like that. Because at the end of the day, it's like, you can think shit, but until you have concrete proof, I don't, I just, I'm a person, I believe in choosing your battles with But we don't fight about stuff with like that. anybody. So it's like, if I think that you might be fucking a bitch, but I don't have no proof it's like well shit i just think it i'm gonna ask and i know you're gonna because the nigga's not gonna tell and the that's truth another thing it ain't like he gonna Girl, tell the truth to the end as long as but at the end of the day i feel like if a nigga's still lying, be, if a nigga if a nigga's lying to you that means he cares the bitch should be the bitch should be in his bed and he'll be like nah baby i ain't but that means he still cares I need to I need to hear you lie to me so I can know but you still care. We talked about this before. Did we agree that we feel like that mean a nigga care when he tell you lies <laughs> yeah. or when he tell you the truth? No, when a nigga tell you the truth, well, bitch, if he tell you the truth, he don't he care like, about you. He, he don't care about losing. He you. don't care about I losing. I swear to God, you. I do. I do really feel that way. Like if a nigga, if you ask a nigga a question like some fucked up shit and you know the answer and he tell you the truth, like I can be watching my nigga have sex and I'm like, are you having sex? And he say no. And I'll be like, oh, thank God, you still lying to me. You still yep. love me. Exactly. You still love no, me. No, me too. Because if a nigga tell you the truth, I swear to God, that nigga don't care about you, bro. He just like, man, fuck this bitch. I don't give a fuck about losing this hoe. Right. He's like, hell yeah, I got some pussy last night. Shit. But see, then I also... Okay, so going back to the topic, I also thought that maybe... I interpreted it as like maybe her saying you being delusional too. Maybe about like what you have going on with the person. I've never been delusional about a person and created something that wasn't there. Like made it seem to like my friends that me and this person Mm. are. I've never done that because I just think that's weird. Like I be telling Drea. I think it's weird too. Like I'll tell Drea like if a nigga kind of been like holding me and doing me wrong or made me feel uncomfortable. I'll be like bitch let me tell you how this nigga was treating me. Yeah that's true. Or if a nigga's doing well and doing good I'll be like bitch oh my god let me tell you what he did. I don't ever try to sugarcoat shit and make it seem like something that is not. I'm pretty honest with my friends about things Yeah, like I, Now, I think that's weird when you lie to your friends and try to make a nigga Of course, make, it's sometimes stuff that you be having going on with a guy that you might not want your friends to know everything. But if me and a nigga on bad terms or if me and a nigga on good terms, my friends gonna know. Right. I'm not gonna try to make it seem like we on good terms or All we on bad time. terms, you know? Right. I don't know, but I do feel like some people do that. Like, or even girls will be talking to a guy and the guy don't even really... Like, for example, Uh-oh. something happened in the media 
um this past week yeah i don't really want to get too much into it because i know that you're gonna know what situation i'm talking about but this person basically said he wasn't fucking with this other girl like that uh-huh. they was just fucking he made the she made the whole little situation seem like more head. than it was right it was just fucking right and i do feel like they're I mean, and we don't know how true that situation is, but I do feel there like... There are situations... It's a lot of situations where niggas really don't be fucking with bitches like that, or bitches but really don't But be, don't get it twisted. But that's so what I'm saying. Them, bitches yeah. don't be fucking with niggas like that, too. And people be really making up... Because I done had niggas who done tried to make it seem like they really fucked with me. And it was like, my nigga, I didn't fuck with you like that. Right. Or like, I didn't even fuck a nigga. We just like out before and just they tried to... Just because I eat your ass don't mean I really like you. Oh. Sorry. You the only one that eat ass <laughs> in this room, so I can't relate. Oh, but <laughs> but no, but yes, like I done had niggas who I haven't ever even fucked light on my pussy and say that they fucked me and shit like that. So I do feel like and to I, me, my pussy has definitely been lying on and for, for but but I feel like for somebody to lie on your pussy or for a female to lie on a nigga dick and say that they fucked the nigga and they didn't fuck them, to me that's delusion. Yeah, that is delusion. You created But I feel like it's 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 just as bad, like I say, even if you are fucking somebody and it's just sex it's just casual sex but you created this whole relationship in your head and then it's not a relationship at all like if he just if a girl or a man is just coming to your house on a late night and fucking not even staying the night and kind of dipping y'all don't go out in public y'all don't go on dates it's just sex that's not a relationship that's not a situation y'all are just fucking and that's it's nothing more than that yeah so don't mistake a niggas and niggas are bitches first of all they pillow talk they so do. when a nigga bust a nut don't let well i'll say this not even when he busts a nut before a nigga busts a nut he's gonna be saying a little sweet stuff to you with it because he's trying to fucking nut niggas get that post nut clarity and they dip bitch and bitches too. Sometimes I not the post nut clarity. Bitch, I done got a post nut. I don't think nut. we ever talk to the girls about yes, post nut clarity. I have post nut clarity all the time. I mean, luckily the person that I've been fucking, like, we definitely have feelings for each other, and it's not delusion. Yeah. But I feel like um, post nut clarity is real. I fucked somebody and I got some post nut clarity. And I'm like, why am I here? Why are you here? You're really ugly, actually. Get out of my bed. I think shit. everybody has been there before, though, where after you had sex with somebody before, you just was kind of like, oh, my God, why the fuck am I here? Like, why did I do these? Right. And then you just ready to go, especially if it's on a drunk night. That's when you really, the next morning, that's really when you be having post-nut clarity. You be like, what, what the in the fuck, fuck did I, I do? Done? Yes. Now, speaking of drunk nights. Okay. And one night stands. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about abortions. We've never talked about abortions. Oh, yeah. We never talked about that either. I mean, I know that we are. And somebody sent that in too shout out to I'm, I'm, I'm sorry i'm gonna start looking up y'all names and stuff too so um basically i want we were to talk about having an abortion whenever you have a one night stand yeah. and do you feel like you have to let the guy know and it's a one night stand somebody i don't know probably that you don't i mean because a one night stand can you, can a, does it count as a one night stand if y'all been knowing each other um to me a one night stand is any time where well, no. To me, a one-night stand is where you don't know the person. Because it's like if you know somebody and y'all been cool, say y'all been cool for three, four years, and then y'all fuck one time, um, you know this person. So I feel like if you ended up getting pregnant, like, if y'all cool like that, why wouldn't you, you tell them? You just tell them, yeah. Okay. So we'll say on somebody that you just met. Go to the club. You and a guy exchange numbers. He comes over, whatever. Y'all end up fucking, you get pregnant. Like, does he have a right to know? I'm not here to judge y'all. 
or pussy shame nobody. But why is you fucking niggas that you just <laughs> met at the club and getting pregnant? I mean, condoms slip off. Condoms break. break. Condoms but if break. a condom break, bitch, go get that plan B. That shit cheaper than an abortion. But it's like, I don't know. And you know when the condom breaks. I mean, I've had a plan B not work. You have? Yeah. I had to send my baby straight to heaven. RP. What? I did. Oh, my God. Blessings. <laughs> Blessings. Anyway. Amen. Girl. <laughs> what? Anyway, so, um, yeah, I just feel like if you and a person have been cool for some time and y'all end up finally having sex or whatever and say you end up getting pregnant, okay, well, yeah, if you end up getting pregnant, you don't want to have a baby, you want to have an abortion, I don't see anything wrong with letting that person know. Now, if it's somebody who you just met at the club and you don't know that nigga... Why the fuck do you need to let him know what you about to do with your body? It's your body. Right. And y'all don't know each other. So I really wouldn't give a fuck what he thinks or what he, how he feels about me wanting to have this baby or to not have this baby because I don't know you. I don't love you. I don't have no feelings for you. We fucked. I accidentally got pregnant. And now I'm about to get rid of this motherfucking baby. I'm and you don't have no say-so. Well, you definitely don't have no say-so, but I'm definitely telling him. You would? Sure. I need half the money, bitch. I am You dead. need to pay up, nigga, the fuck? This shit $400. You need to come up, <laughs> cough up that two, player. Shit ain't cheap, goddamn. Hell yeah, I'm telling your motherfucking ass. I am dead. I thought you was about to say some deep shit. Like, I, I, thought to, I thought you was about to say some shit that was going to have me be like, damn, you right. Yeah, bitch, I am right. No, I mean, you are, you are. Oh, my God. You are right. But, I mean, I thought you was going to say something like why you should tell them morally. Morally, because I need my <laughs> money, bitch. Goddamn, morally, I got to pay my phone bill. And if you don't pay your half, so my you really phone don't need. So, off. you really didn't need the abortion. You really didn't need the money for the abortion. You needed it for your phone bill. Hell, yeah. Bill See, and this is exactly paid. why niggas don't be wanting y'all bitches to have their babies anyways. <laughs> oh, shit. Nah, I'm definitely telling nah, you I'm that. Playing, but I don't know. I guess when you say it like that, yeah. But at the end of the day, to me, abortion, I don't know. I've never had an abortion before. Oh, but man. I haven't. But... No, I mean, they're not cheap, but they're not cheap. I mean, they they are cheap, is what I mean to say. From what well, I from depends. what I hear, they're only probably like Susie what three hundred, four hundred dollars. Susie down the block will hook you up for a cool hundred. Then you gonna be you ain't gonna be able to have a baby in the future. No thanks. <laughs> oh shit, we know right. about black market abortions. Yeah, but um, yeah, I know the, the abortion place we can go get a uh, it's barbecue. They give you barbecue plates. They do. For real? Drag your baby down the sink, leave with a link. But no, in all seriousness, um, <laughs> if I did have a one night stand with somebody and I ended up getting pregnant, I feel like that would never happen to me one because yeah. I don't know. I just don't feel like I don't, I'm not in the business of one night stands. And we don't anyway. like to say never. Cause you know, you're not never supposed to say something would never, but I'm not having one night stands but at this I'm age. Not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not having one night stands at this age either. And even when I was like, even the times that I did have sex with a dude on a whim and 
probably never fucked with, decided I wasn't going to fuck with him anymore. I wasn't out here having sex with niggas willy-nilly with no fucking comments. Not willy-nilly. Oh, willy-nilly. <laughs> yeah, but I think, like, that if you do have an abortion, it just depends, like, financially, of course, I, I could pay for my own abortion. So I would, right. just, I would just go get that shit. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I don't even think I would tell him because it's like, yeah, that it's not necessary. Because if I don't want to talk to you no more, I'm not about to talk yes, to you. Yes, and I'm not trying to have no type of ties with you. Like, I don't want you being like, oh, oh I got her pregnant. Yeah, like, like, yeah. No, absolutely not. Like, you just don't even need to know about it. Because niggas like, get weird, especially like, because I told you how niggas like to say that they, they used to fuck you. So imagine if you... <laughs> Dread just flashed me off. It, it imagine, was an accident. Imagine if you got pregnant for a nigga and something happens later on in your life and you end up getting famous or you have a nice career and this nigga's going around being like, yeah, I got her pregnant. He like, man, I had, I had skeeted in her. Yeah, like, so I don't necessarily... I, if, if that happened to me, I definitely, I'm not telling him. I wouldn't tell him neither. I feel like it's on a need to know basis. And your ass basis. don't need to know. Exactly. As long as I'm going to handle this shit on my own. But honestly, and again, it's to me, it's so many things that could happen before you got to go get an abortion. Right. Like, I would make sure I go get a plan B the day after. Yeah. Like, literally. Next but morning, you know, plan Bs don't work when you wait a certain amount. So That's what I'm saying. Ass. They don't wait till after 72. Like, I, I, I said wait. They don't work until after, um, I mean, they stop working after 72 hours. So you take it after 72 no, hours. No, I'm talking about they don't work if you weigh a certain amount. Like, bigger women, plan Bs, that you have a less Oh, you said weight. Yes. Like if you I thought weigh, you were saying they don't work if you wait a certain no, amount No, they have a, a weight time. limit. Plan Bs have fucking weight limits. And my big ass, it did not work on my big ass. Oh. And, bitch, yeah. So I went. Oh, see, y'all didn't know that. And I had that. to go get my brisket plate, bitch. I'm dead, bitch. So, yeah. So they like, at least give you some potato salad? Bitch, hitting. Okay? It was hitting. And the white bread. Ooh. When you get it stuck at the roof of your mouth? With some black bean. I mean, some, I said black bean. The baby bees. <laughs> so yeah, um, I just feel like I, I I wouldn't tell him. I wouldn't tell him. I wouldn't tell him neither. I just feel like again, and y'all might be like, damn, that's fucked up. Especially if it's niggas listening, y'all probably like, damn, that's fucked up. You don't but, know me. You don't want to have a baby with me anyway. Yes, exactly. It's like so I'm if be I a living, you don't want, you don't care to know it because if I tell you, nigga, we gonna have, or I might make you pay for the whole damn thing. Might. If oh, I tell you, I'm going to need the whole... You're going to have to run me my oh, coins. Thanks. I'm going to need my reimbursement because I'm going to tell you after I got it. Oh, so you can go ahead and give me my money back. Cash at me. So let us know how y'all feel. Are you going to have... An, would you have an abortion? Well, if you have an abortion on a one-night stand, are you going to tell him? Let us know how y'all feel about that. So y'all know we got the bed. Hey. The bed. Ow. The bed. Hey. The bed. So I wanted to talk about this because I like to watch porn and I enjoy to rub my little cootie cootie. We love a good porn. Sometimes I don't even need porn. I just need T'Challa. But the time. <laughs> fucking brother. The times I do watch the porn. Um, sometimes I just get bored and they don't do stuff right and they don't hit the angles good. You know, it's just like, so I'm going to talk about having sex on camera and watching yourself on camera and masturbating and rubbing that cootie coo. Okay. So I feel like this, um, I have had sex on camera before. Me too. Um, but I don't do it a lot. Honestly, I don't do it as much as I feel like I should because me either. I'll be having some bomb ass fucking sex. Like. 
That should just be a fuck. I'm not trying to be funny, but it'd be a movie with certain people. I'm not gonna lie. It's probably some niggas out there like Lex P is lying because her pussy is boring and it's <gasps> trash. But I'm not gonna lie, like the niggas that I always continuously fuck, like we be having. Oh my god, like yeah, the sex is mind blowing, and it, I know it looks not good. mind blowing, mind blowing. So. I love to have sex on camera because honestly, my waist is snatched and when I'm bending over and like sucking the dick and the camera's behind me, my booty just be looking so good and that shit be turning me on. Y'all know Garfield be peeking in between the cheeks. Y'all know how when you that bend over. ain't gonna peek through anything. <laughs> I love that. Garfield like gonna when, come through. I do like when girls bend over and you can see their little pussy like from the back, you know? Yeah. I, I love that. So when I see myself do that, I'm like, wow, Garfield is a masterpiece. Mwah. Beauty, no <laughs> the beauty, <laughs> the beauty of my pussy. Oh my god! It's like every time you talk about it, I just picture it in my head, and it's so fat, y'all. Like y'all, we're really, not doing this y'all again. Really don't understand. We're not doing this Garfield again. Garfield is just out of control. So, um, yeah, I do enjoy having sex on camera. I think also you can get better at things. You can critique yourself. Yeah. And, you know, your back needs to be arched a little more. Maybe you need to point your toes a little more. Y'all know I love the toe point. I think, you know, that looks so sexy, you know, when you're it in does, bed. And when you having sex. A little arched foot. Your feet in the air. Yeah, so I just feel like I love to have sex on camera. And I actually have, like, recorded myself having sex before. And I definitely masturbated to it. Yeah, I absolutely have recorded myself having sex a few times, and I've definitely masturbated to it before. And sometimes I just like to watch it. Yeah, and then it's actually fun to watch it with a partner. Yeah, it's fun to watch it with, with the, the person, person that, that you record with. Or even with. sometimes if you miss them, because I personally believe, ladies, um, if you're going to record yourself having sex with a nigga, until you really know that nigga for real, for real, you need to keep it in your phone. Right. That's how I feel. So it's like once you and a nigga get on that level and you really fuck with him like that, I think sometimes it be like a cute little surprise to just when you miss him, you ain't seen him in a little minute, send him the video. Right. So he can watch it. But I definitely think it's a great idea to record yourself. I love that shit. And I don't feel like I do it as much as I should, I should as well because... I be having some pretty good sex too. Yeah, I think, but like I said, ladies, don't be recording yourself with random niggas. Yeah, or and don't be letting them sure. record it because niggas always. That's one thing about niggas. That's why I just said what I said as a disclaimer. These niggas gonna always try to get you to let them record that shit on their phone. No, bitch. No, you record that shit on your phone. So you keep it to yourself. So whenever you ready to send it to him or you feel like you fuck with him like that, then you can send that shit. I to feel that like nigga. one video I haven't done. I haven't got a nigga like recording me like giving him. Head. Oh, I have that in my phone too. Uh, see, and it's I from mean, like a POV type. Yeah, of thing. see, that's the kind of video I want. I really need to do that. Like, see, y'all, let me tell y'all. I told y'all I'm very vanilla. Uh, I think I'm vanilla, and I'm just, um, I'm moving up in the world, and I finally got my first anal plug. I was so proud, y'all. And mm-hmm. I cannot wait to wear it. I'm definitely wearing it my whole week birthday weekend. So if you see me, you gonna wear it the whole weekend absolutely. with your thong bikini. Yeah, you are gonna be able to see it while you walking. No, you're not. Yes, you is. My asshole is in between the some fat ass sheets. Well, y'all gonna see a surprise. little surprise. <laughs> y'all gonna see them diamonds dancing, bitch. <laughs> it got a little. It got like a diamonds little diamonds dancing like Lisa Ray. <laughs> you are so annoying. So, yeah, if y'all see me next weekend on my Snap, I mean, on my Instagram story, and I'm smiling kind of weird because I have my anal plug in. I'm putting it in August 15th, and I'm taking it out August 19th. 
It's gonna stain. I'm gonna take it all in between, oh, bitch. I was supposed to say, ooh, wee. Girl, shut the fuck <laughs> up. <laughs> so, yes, I have an anal plug now, and I'll, I'll give y'all a full review on it and, um, and let y'all know how I like the anal plug. Yes, plugs. and I love anal plugs. So, if y'all ever have any questions about them, feel free to DM your girl and I'll give you the tea. Yeah. I even got a vibrating one, too. But, yeah, so back to like the sex tape thing, though. But I definitely feel like it's something that every woman should try. You know what I mean? In the bedroom with your man. But it definitely needs to be with somebody that you you're trust. super comfortable with and somebody that you trust because these niggas be. Fugazi and dropping it in the group weird chat. Weird as fuck these days. Yes, they be weird as fuck these days. And I just don't be trusting them. So I feel like you be having to do that type of shit with somebody who you know is a solid nigga. And not only that, I fuck with niggas that got shit to lose. So that, that that's they, what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. A solid nigga who like, yeah, you're not about to be out here just sending shit around because you don't want people to send it, see that shit of you. Right, exactly, exactly. So, yeah, let us know how y'all feel about having sex on camera and would you ever use that to get better with your techniques and such. Because sometimes it's better to watch yourself absolutely than it is to watch somebody else. I love to watch my little booty bound. I like to watch myself squirt. (gasps) Okay, you know what? Let's move on. (laughs) Okay, so we're going to get into the bop. No. Oh, the bop. Okay, so my bop of the week. Um, y'all know I'm a big fan of hers. I always talk about her all the time because I'm absolutely kind of obsessed with her. So I got two bops of the week. So my first bop of the week is from Doja Cat. It's a song called Juicy. Oh, I love Doja Cat. This album was just so fucking good. And she just always comes with the bops. And I forgot about this song. So Doja Cat, Juicy. The girl is talented as fuck. I've said this before. Um, the cow song, I'm so glad that she did that and it went viral because now I've been introduced to somebody that's so talented and amazing. And my second bop of the week, this woman used to be my favorite rapper. She's a pioneer. She's a legend in the game. Uh, Missy Elliott has a feature with uh, Lizzo. Uh, The song is called Tempo and it's like a BBW song for like the big girls. Like, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? So I think it's cute. I love everything that Lizzo stands for. She, you know, resided in Houston for a bit. So yes. she got some H-Town roots a little bit. And the fact that it's fucking Missy Elliott. Like, Missy Elliott always comes and bring that little different flavor that she has. Like, I'm dead. Like, Missy is just different. Her creates, her artistic creativeness is just untouchable. It's just different. Remember for the longest we know what she said on that song? We still don't know what she says. Yeah, we do. Do we? Yes. I thought she said it's yours if you get the thing. Wet. No, she said I put my thing down, flip it, and reverse it, and they reversed it. Oh, see, I knew. Who knew? I did. What a dummy! What a dummy! That's not what she said. No, it's not. Why it sounded? That's crazy because that's what it sounds like. It sounds like that, but she's saying I put my thing down, flip it, and reverse it backwards. Ooh, she creative. That's fun. What I just say, her her creativity <laughs> is out of this world. So yeah, those are my two bops of the week. Doja Cat, Juicy, Lizzo featuring Missy Elliott Tempo. Okay, so my bop of the week. I have oh, a whole album. Girl. Of course, y'all know how much I love Drake. I am a Drake motherfucking stan. So this past week, he blessed us with Care Package, which, you know, is a different type of album because it's basically like a compilation of a lot of albums. I mean, a lot of songs that he dropped, like, probably, I would say, from, like, 2010 up until, like, 2016. And they were all songs that mostly were never on albums. And it's basically just all of the classics is on here, like Dreams, Money Can Buy, Trust Issues, um, Days in the East, 
Free Spirit with Rick Ross. Like, I could go on and on. It's just a great album. And I feel like, you know, if you are really somebody who's been listening to Drake for years and you're a huge fan of his, the album is just very nostalgic. Mm -hmm. You know, because you can listen to certain songs and remember exactly what you was doing at the time. So, yeah, shout out to Drake for this album. Shout out to Lil Drake. Always giving us and blessing us with the box. Always. Um, so we already did the item of the week. What else we got? We got oh, the, the questions. Yes. So every week we do answer advice questions. So if y'all ever have any advice, anything that you want answered on the show, make sure y'all email us at askpoorminds at gmail.com so we can answer your questions. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll go I guess I'll go first. Okay. Um, hold on, let me pull it up, y'all. I'm sorry, I'm fucking ghetto. Okay, so she doesn't want us to give her name. So she said, please give me a fake ratchet name, please. So y'all know I love to come up with a name. So we're going to call her Quantavia. Hey, Quantavia. Hey, Quantavia, girl. So she said, hello, ladies. First, I want to say how much I'm a true stan. I fucking love y'all so much. I listen faithfully every week and sometimes even go back and listen to the older episodes. Thank you, girl. So here's my question for the week. So I'm a BBW, size 16, 18, and I'm really fine as fuck. I know that's right, girl. You better stand for yourself. She said, quit playing with me. I have a bomb-ass personality, and I'm fun as hell to be around. Life of the party type of bitch. So every time I meet a guy and we start chatting, I feel like he doesn't like my size. I'm extremely confident. Some even say cocky. I just feel like I only meet guys who want to fuck. You know niggas will fuck anything or who simply want to be friends. And I'm starting to feel some type of way about it. I know I've rambled and probably confused you, LOL. But basically, how do I get men to just love, like my curves as much as I do? Please help a BBW out. Any advice is appreciated. Thank you so much. And she also sent us pictures as well. She and she's very cute. I'm not going to lie. She, she wasn't cute. lying. She's very cute. Got nipple rings, everything. Bitch, she's fine. She's yeah, a big she's girl cute. and she's very cute. So this is what I have to say. You're confident. You're very beautiful, as you said. And you have a bomb-ass personality. Right. There, There is a man for you, sister. There's a lot of men for you. And you, you. shouldn't have to dim if your a, light. Don't feel... Exactly. Don't feel like you have to dim yourself. If a nigga doesn't want... If you feel like a nigga is not moving how you want him to move, then tell him to move around. There's plenty of women... I mean, plenty of men who love curvy women. Who love big women, girl. Yeah. And I feel like it's a lot of men like that, actually. So I feel like you really shouldn't have a problem. Maybe maybe you just need to open your horizon and try to date different type of men. I feel like maybe you're going like after... different type of men than what she used to. Yeah, I feel like maybe you're going after the same type of guy. So maybe you need to change your taste because that's what happened to me. Not in the BBW type of situation, but bitch, I wanted to start getting gifts and doing certain things and living a certain way and doing certain things with men. Mm-hmm. So I had to stop dating the type of niggas I was dating. Right. So it's like if you want something from, you know, you can't get something that's not there. So what's the definition of insanity is doing the same thing doing over, the same and, thing expecting, over, and, over expecting and expecting different results. Different results. So yeah. sister, date outside from what you've been dating now and try something else. Maybe try an older guy and then, you know, when, when somebody meets you, they can tell about your personality. They can see you're beautiful and they can see you're, you know, a big woman. Mm-hmm. So it's like a nigga shouldn't even be approaching you if that's not what he wants. Because, baby, you a whole lot of woman. And you need a whole lot, <laughs> lot of, of man, man, okay? And a whole lot of money. Yes, baby. Get <laughs> it all. Y'all know I love to throw that out there. Yes, baby. Get it all. So like I said, maybe you should try to date something that you're not used to. So I'll say this. for My challenge for you in the next week is 
go on a date with a man that you would probably usually curve. Not somebody lame, but like somebody who got some money, but somebody who's probably not your type. Yeah, because she said all the guys that she needed seemed like they just be wanting to fuck and stuff like that. And it, like Lex said, it might just be because of the type of guys you dating. You right. just keep repeatedly dating the, the same, same type, type of guys. guys. And so those dudes keep wanting the same thing from you versus if you give... Another, another nigga a chance. Another, give a real nigga a chance, girl. Give a real nigga a chance. Somebody you ain't gonna regret it. Because I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I went out on a date with a guy that I would probably usually curve. And when I tell y'all, I had the most amazing date the other day. So amazing. Conversation was great. You did. He say was that. cool, and he it was such an amazing date. Like, and seeing this guy, like physically, if you saw him, you wouldn't think that I would go on a date with something. Like, he's not not that he was unattractive. But you just want to don't listen to the show. No, no, no. But I'm just saying, not. I'm not saying nothing's wrong with him physically because he's very attractive. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is, this phys- the guy I seen, right? Yeah, but physically, like what I usually date, he wouldn't be my type. So you would be like, oh, you know, that's not Lex's type. But you know, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. He seems nice, and I ended up having an amazing time. You and did say it was a great he was day. such a gentleman, and it was just amazing. So, yeah, girl, try something outside the box. I like to try things out the box all the time, and I'm always pleasantly surprised. She loves to try things outside I love the it. Box. I mm. do. And that's how they end up getting the box. You is Okay, I'm sorry. No, I'm playing. I cannot <laughs> be trusted. But, no, yeah, girl, I, I agree with Lex, though, 100%. I think you should definitely, you know, maybe try – to date somebody that's outside of your comfort zone and you'll probably get what you're looking for because you never know like you gotta like i always love to say you gotta take risks you ain't gonna get what you're looking for if you're afraid to take risks in life facts so thanks for sending in that question so the next question comes from um sydney codrington she said, hey, y'all, I love y'all's podcast. Y'all are hilarious and always keep it real. I'm trying to get back into dating, but I'm hella picky. I just got out of a situationship in December, but there's been some going back and forth after, laughing my ass off. Couldn't stay the fuck away, but I'm definitely done now with it. It was too toxic for me to just stay around. I just don't know how to put myself out there again. My friends say I'm not the friendliest. I just feel like if a guy is about it, he shouldn't be afraid to approach me, right? Should I ever make the first move? Because I don't, laughing my ass off. How do I attract what I want? Please help. Hashtag poor girl. She said stay beautiful. Thanks, girl. Yes, a true poor girl. Yes, so okay. I'm going to speak from, of course, my own personal experience. I have never really been a girl to, like, try and holler at guys. Mm -hmm. Like, I always kind of just let them come to me. And some kind of way, I don't know, the universe just always brings me the niggas that I be wanting. Mm -hmm. But in the past year, and you know this, um, I had got out of a situation where I was dating somebody and I had wanted to, like, start dating other people. And so, girl, I started liking people pictures on Instagram and, like, sliding in people DMs and it worked. Right. You know what I mean? So I feel like sometimes, again, you can't be afraid to take risks. And it's like, I feel like sometimes as women, we be afraid to, you know, try to holler at a guy or to try to get a guy's attention. And a lot of the time, the only reason that this person might not have ever tried to holler at you or tried to talk to you is probably because he don't even know you exist. But if he knows that you exist, like if you make Make that first step, right, and you say something to them, you would be surprised at how many men would actually respond to you because it wasn't not one DM that I seen or not one picture that I liked where the nigga didn't slide in my DM. So I'll say this. Um... 
I think I'm, you can start I'm there. Not, I'm not traditionally for hitting on men or, you know, like doing all that stuff. But I have before and there's an art to it. So if you, first of all, if you're not ready to date, don't feel pressure from your friends or other people to date. If you're not ready to date, then don't do it. But once, if you are ready to get out there and start putting yourself out there and there's a certain type of man you like and you feel like, oh, he not giving you no play, you have to show him that you want him, but also let him chase you. So I'm not saying go up to a nigga, hey, what's up, sexy? You should buy me I a mean, drink. Who the fuck is women do wait, that? Who no. He's hollering at niggas N- like that. Women are hollering at niggas and going and buying them drinks just to start a conversation. I swear to you. No, yes. you shouldn't do that. Yes. But, so this is what I'm Absolutely saying. Not. You have to, you know what I'm saying? I feel like when you walk up to a guy and you just strike up a conversation, and then it's all about body language. You know, you laugh. You just throw, throw your hand on his shoulder a little bit whenever you laughing at him. You know, like, oh, he, he say something. You know, laugh and make him feel like he the funniest nigga in the world. There's little things you can do. Have a good small talk conversation. Most nine times out of ten, when you have a cute little flirty conversation, at the end of the conversation, he was like, well, shit, well, let me get your number so we can go to lunch or right, something. Right. It's always going to end like that. I'm telling you. That's true. But don't, as long as you don't go into the conversation being thirsty, because I've seen girls just be like, yeah, you, you, you don't be showing me no attention. Shit, we need to hang out. You don't be trying to, you know, you don't be paying attention to me. There's women who do do that. I just feel like, yeah, that's absolutely too forward. Like, men don't be too, still, exactly. men, men, like, men love a chase. Ladies, never forget this. Men love a chase. Love. All men. They don't want nothing that comes too easy. So it's like if you throwing yourself at a man and you being too thirsty, that a man is not going to find that attractive nine times out of ten. If he a bum nigga, he going to accept your drink and you probably still ain't going to never even fuck with him right. like that. But um, I think that that's a great idea, what you said. Like, just have a flirty conversation. Keep shit cute. And if the nigga is interested after the conversation, he's absolutely going to ask for your number. And I also just feel like, you know, like what I said, taking baby steps. Because to me, liking a few pictures, you know, maybe sending like a cute little emoji to the... Or, or if, okay, so I don't, I don't just send emojis over whatever i feel like you should watch their story and then like respond reply to their story reply to the story with something so doing little stuff like that i feel like it's cute too and it's a good little icebreaker then he gonna you know he gonna come look at your page see what you look like mm-hmm. and if he think you cute he gonna try to fuck with you Absolutely. you know just keep shit light and fun but don't do nothing to make yourself keep it cute keep it cute or put it on music yeah so yeah i think that i think i don't mind you hitting on the guy but as long as you make it like he doesn't know that you're hitting on him. Just yeah. have a flirty, cute conversation. You don't think niggas know if you like liking their pictures? Um, I think they know. Yeah, but I'm talking about her as far as being in person. Oh, okay. You're talking from an Instagram point of view. I'm talking yeah. about in person. You know I'm old school, baby. I'm old school. <laughs> so anyways, yes. If y'all want y'all's questions answered on the show, make sure y'all email us at askpoorminds at gmail.com. And if you want, like, any topics talked about or anything like that, you can email us as well. Yes. And, we um, when y'all send us topics. Yes. And questions. And questions, yes. If y'all need any advice answered, we, you can leave it anonymous as well. Yeah, we ain't gonna um, your name, girl. September 14th, make sure y'all get y'all tickets to the live show by Cocktails. We'll be there opening up for them and it's gonna be super lit it's gonna be super funny and super fun yeah we can't wait to meet y'all yeah so we're actually gonna do a contest really really soon we're gonna be giving away some goodies so make sure y'all stay tuned for that 
We're going to do a contest very, very soon. A cute little giveaway. A cute, cute little giveaway. Y'all don't want to be a part, so. And so, do you have anything else you need to add before I talk about the what we're talking about next week? Um, no, I don't have anything I need to add right now. Okay. So next week, y'all, we are giving away the cheat code. We found something that is going to, for ladies, is going to drive your sex drive to the moon. It's going to make that pussy so wet and juicy, your man is not going to know what's going on. And men... This, you this can help you too. You get for your girl. Yeah, like y'all, we have found the cheat code. We y'all have. are gonna love it, and we've tried. And it, we've so tried it's not it. Like we're just, you we're know, not just talking shit. I told y'all, anytime we talk we about endorse anything, anytime we talk about a, a product or anything on the right. show, this is we something that we've it. tried and we actually use that we actually fuck Absolutely. with. So y'all, please make sure y'all come back next week because if, if the ladies that got the dry pussies out there, or ladies that got the wet pussy, but you want it to be even wetter. Or maybe your sex drive has been low. We have the perfect thing for if you. If your shit like a desert, we got you, sis. We got that soaking wet. Hey. On the jet. Hey. hey. So, yes, we'll see y'all next week. Okay, bye, y'all. Bye.